I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. And one. And here we are. All right. The first crack. Uh, welcome to Under the Guise of Science. Uh, we are the guys of science, apparently. And uh, <laughs> going gonna, forward, <laughs> yeah, from, from, from here on forward until we are referring to ourselves as scientists, specifically. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are. My friend Shao over there is gonna or already has watched some videos on specific science topics, and he's gonna explain them to me, and I'm gonna ask some questions. And hopefully that's uh, entertaining enough to keep your attention for close to an hour. Um, yeah. Yeah. O- over to you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charles. Yeah, this should be interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to your point, I've read a lot. I've watched a lot of YouTube. And uh, I think that makes me qualified to talk about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fill us in with your resume? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Are you yes. published? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. This is this is you know all in all in fun. Yeah. But, yeah, we're smartish. Yeah, and uh, if we're not, feel free to let us know. Uh, we have social medias, and all of them. I had them up here a moment ago, and I still had them up here a moment ago. And there they are. So, guys is spelled G-U-I-S-E. Under the guise of science, all one word on the germ. Under the guise of science on Facebook and on Twitter, we are at science guys, G-U-I-S-E. Also, you can email at under the guise of science, all one word, because it's an email, and that's how they work, uh, at gmail.com. And Excellent. speaking of the socials, um, by the time this finally posts, there should be all that shit up and running, and we should have the video for Homeless in Heathrow, which is the Fart Barf song that uh, I stole for the <laughs> intro, and got permission from the Barf themselves. Yes. Thank you, Fart Barf. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Josh, I mean, it's got to be them, right? Like They don't have extra people i don't think so yeah it's got to be just and he said yeah you guys can totally use that intro i think they have like jobs too so yeah oh sweet (laughs) got a staff guy we are totally going to be hanging out with fart barf in inside of two three years i would i would love if they just came to the east coast and played a show that's that would be phenomenal right there (laughs) I one of my favorite parts about the email thing was very long drawn out. Hey, we're fans. Uh, we're not making any money. If it's cool with you, we'd like to use this song. 
Uh, and even if not, we totally understand it. Um, at the very least, could you come do an East Coast date somewhere, possibly somewhere in the greater New York City area? They were like, <laughs> yeah, no problem on using our song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a shot. Right. But yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Check them out if you don't know them yet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks again, Fart Barf. Hell yeah. So yeah, today, uh, or I guess, you know, this podcast, we're going to focus on on the controversy, the big, the hot button issues. Ooh. Like, for example, is Pluto a planet? Lots of people very, very upset when the news came out that no, it is not a planet or shouldn't be, or some people say it's not. I guess there's still, you know, pushback or whatever, but yeah, there's, there's some, there's some Pluto deniers out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think everyone is really stuck on the nine pizzas thing because my very <laughs> excellent mother just served us nine and now they don't know what. There's no pee. But if you're realistic about it, what the hell are you going to do with nine pizzas anyway? I'd rather yeah. nachos. That's yeah, right. Nachos, noodles. Yeah. You can get away with noodles. noodles. <laughs> um, next, comma, chicken. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be nine. We got to think outside the box. Yeah, it's it's not always numbers. I mean, it was the eighth planet anyway. Get off the nine deal. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the ninth planet. Never mind. It was. No, yeah. Now, <laughs> now we're now we're at eight again. There we go. Yeah. Sweet. But I mean, it it's not like unprecedented because I mean, science changes right as far as we get better technology we make better measurements and everything like that so like over time science isn't isn't static we're just basically what science comes down to is at some point in time somebody was like what the fuck is that and from there <laughs> the, that that's that's what science is what is that measure it and then figure out what it's going to do next that that's kind of like what it, what it all all boils down to so i mean we get new info, we fi figure out, you know, a, a new equation or a new discovery or whatever it is, and, and things change. It's it's not meant to be static. It's just a measurement of things as we understand them as of now. Current. So, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you go, you go back, again, going back to the first people asking, what is that? You go back early enough in time, humanity was, you know, just figuring out maybe how to farm or still tracking herds or migrating or whatever. And they kind of looked up and noticed, is today a little bit shorter than it was a couple weeks ago? Like without any kind of calendar or reference point, like that, that's just insane. It, it's just like, why is it getting cold and, and why is it getting darker and where's the light and everything? So like, like your only response to winter is it's doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. We need to, we need to kill virgins. Get me some virgins. <laughs> Somebody's mad. We have to kill the virgins. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it, and then when it starts getting lighter again, it starts getting warmer. The virgins work. Keep killing the virgins. <laughs> so it's just, you see, yeah. <laughs> every year I tell you, you say no virgins this time. Yeah, so it's just this steady stream of virgin killing until someone, like, paid attention for two years and was like, wait a minute, this is kind of a pattern. And, you know, then they noticed things and they were able to measure the daylight and kind of come up with some kind of loose calendar. And one of the things they did 
early on was I, I think it was the Babylonians or in, in you know that that whole cradle of civilization area they came up with the constellations and and all the constellations are is breaking the sky into 12 pieces so that they're able to figure out where they are in the year based on what constellations they could see where the sun's coming up where the sun's setting all that kind of stuff so and then also like because it was everyone's always like oh they they broke it into naming it this animal and that animal and like all the 12 animals that they picked it wasn't that they looked like the animals. They only had like fifty things, right? Total. <laughs> yeah. Back then, when they had, so. they named all the constellations, and then they had three triangle, or, you know, three stars and a triangle. They were like, I don't know what that is. And well, the only word we got left is lion. So those three triangles <laughs> are that's Leo. There it is. <laughs> we got no. <laughs> yeah, they had no other, no other choice. But so yeah, I mean. They mapped all that out, or you know, somebody at some point mapped all that out, and then kind of figured out based on that where they were going to move, what what the um, you know the, this time next year the stars should look like this, and then they noticed a couple of little bastards that weren't doing what they were supposed to do. That's they were the the, the wanderers, or they kind of like moved around the sky in their own way, and that's where we first discovered planets. So. That point in time, planets were considered. First, we I think we saw five of we, we meaning <laughs> <laughs> we meaning smart humans. And just for anyone listening, I say we just to take credit for all of it. So, it's good. <laughs> absolutely, someone's yeah. got to take credit yeah. for it. Everyone well, yeah. that was there is dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, human. Human scientists, and so I'm going to speak on behalf of all of them, because duck scientists ain't done shit, so I say we. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we, we uh, you know, mapped the planets out, and, and at that point, the sun and the moon were also considered planets. There were, you know, the seven wanderers, that, uh, so that's why the number seven is all special and stuff like that going forward, but originally when we oh, thought no everything yeah that that's kind of it all all goes back to that ah right on that's the only one i know don't i at 13 i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> but uh so it, yeah it, it um what was i saying sorry so yeah those uh, are the wanderers. The, seven so wanderers where, yeah we were able to create calendars and, and stuff like that by understanding where they went uh, how everything was moving. Those were our planets. Then we figured out the whole uh, sun is actually the center of the solar system and we're going around it. And that's then we knew the planets at that point were uh, Mercury, Venus, ourselves, uh, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. That was That was all the planets for a while. So, I mean, if you want to get upset about you know which planets are being added and which ones are being taken away and all that, those are the og planets if anyone should be upset you know it's them everybody else can can settle the, down <clears throat> the og planets who by the way used to open for harold melvin and the blue notes in the early <laughs> to mid 70s um <laughs> uh do you think people like got pissed off when they were adding new planets like um, when they discovered jupiter is like no fucking way absolutely <laughs> yeah, not there's this many and that's it yeah, <laughs> kind of the same level of outrage that everyone's getting with Pluto. I hope so. 
Yeah, I hope right? just, <laughs> just virgins left and right. <laughs> just the streets full of blood. Yeah. Just kill all the children. Kill <laughs> all the children. <laughs> there were, all the major extinction events that happened were just people getting outraged about a new planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to do it again. Everybody kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just wipe ex- the slates clean. <laughs> any excuse. Any excuse back then. Was... Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's how it was. I mean, this is like before really recorded time. That's like one of the first calendars ever discovered by archaeologists and stuff. It was those are the the established planets and stuff like that. Like again, I think it was the Babylonians that came up with it. So, I mean, 1500, 1600, however many, we're now thousands of years after uh, the Christ and uh, you know, somebody else looked up, enter Uranus. So this is going to be, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a softball. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so... Uranus originally was thought to be a star because it's very dim and very slow moving. So I'm, I'm having, to, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. I know I'm a child, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, yeah, it, it took a while before anyone noticed that one up there. Um, it is visible to the naked eye. So you can see Uranus from earth on, on, you know, the right night, but it, it's definitely not, not bright or noticeable as the same way Jupiter and Saturn and, and uh, Venus are and stuff like that. It is very difficult to see without going like this. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't... yeah, yeah. <laughs> squint. Like... You got to really squint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Inception <laughs> <laughs> dog yeah, meme. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Um, yeah. What, what is what is uh, what does Uranus mean? <laughs> like, is it? I think it's like at that point, planets were named after Greek gods or the Roman equivalents. I forget which was oh, which. So that's he, right. I I just yeah. heard this. I just heard this. Um, and it it sounds totally made up, but <laughs> <laughs> the guy who discovered it. Um, was uh he 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 worked for England. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he um, I I forget he was a scientist for England, and he wanted to name all the character. He wanted to name Uranus after King George, so he just wanted to call the planet George. But the moons are named after Shakespearean characters. Like there's like, okay. like Cat Cassius or Caspian or something like that is one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's right. I, I don't yeah. know them that well, but yeah, there's a there's a so ton of moons. They yeah. kept those, but they were like, We're not calling a fucking planet George, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my king. chagrin, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get off the king's nuts. Yeah, right. Yeah, that would been <laughs> Mercury, Mars, Venus, George, Saturn. <laughs> Uh, yeah right yeah uh so uranus yep back on your so 
so then, so now we got, those are the planets. Then scientists started noticing that Uranus kind of had a funny orbit. It didn't, it didn't move the way as expected, because again, that's, that's what scientist is doing, uh, science is doing, taking a measurement, making a prediction based on the measurement, some kind of calculation. So it, because it moves so slowly, it's tough to see exactly how it's actually orbiting, but eventually there was enough data, and it looked like it wasn't doing what was expected. It was doing what would be expected if there was another massive body a little bit further out that was kind of giving it a tug so um neptune was then discovered you can't see neptune with the naked eye they actually used uh maths and uh kind of predicted where it would be via math and uh eventually you know they were looking in the right spot and you know with the telescope or whatever the hell they're using and they found neptune so did they did they know neptune was there before they had telescopes you couldn't see it um like, but they had I'm an not, idea yeah. that there was a thing there yeah so exactly because of the orbit was funny so when they did the calculations it would have made sense if there was another massive body outside the orbit of uranus that was kind of tugging on it and pulling it a little closer all of which is very hard to not be a child after yeah. <laughs> specifically after uranus a giant thing outside tugging on it <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to pull it closer yeah <laughs> Do, doing our best here doing... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um and i i refuse to say uranus i think that's a cop out because it's you know uranus was you know the the greek uh i guess like not he was the father of zeus or something like that so i mean it's like an old greek word and i, th I think that's the correct pronunciation it's just you know sounds very much like something else yeah like so. people are out here planet shaming because saying uranus be proud you're called uranus right bullshit <laughs> everyone has one it's beautiful yeah grow up people yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah so they predicted neptune would be there and then they found it and then shit went crazy like as far as everybody was like we got there's planets all over the place because then they were like even neptune isn't isn't orbiting right and even uranus isn't orbiting right there's there's got to be something else there and then there was the asteroid belt but at first they found uh like some of the bigger asteroids i think Ceres. um there's four or five big ones that i don't know the names of off the top of my head but at one point all of those asteroids were considered planets we were up to like 14 planets or so in you know the, the 1700s 1800s around then and then it was discovered wait a minute there's a ton of rock in this orbit between mars and jupiter and and it turned out it looked like they're all actually smaller than planets smaller than moons in, in most cases i think a couple of them are, are fairly big but that's how the asteroid uh, belt was discovered and all of those planets were scrapped so they, they, they were up to yes. 14 planets yeah, at one point, there, oh, there was man. a whole bunch. Yeah, they just left and right. They were just, yeah, <laughs> there's a planet. There's a planet. Like, everyone got excited that we're finding new ones. And we got these new telescopes, these new formulas and everything. So, yeah, plucking them left and right. Neat. Yeah. But but they all got axed for, you know, because there was a whole bunch of other rocks there of similar size. So it didn't look like it was 
just one thing in an orbit. So it was like, um, oh, what was the, what's the uh, WWE reality show, the wrestling one, where the the Miz won it. They um, uh, tough enough is that it? Yeah, I think I don't know. I've this would have been a lot better, hopefully, if I could have got it all out. Is it was just like tough enough. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're gonna get more planets, and then just like no, nah, none of you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it turns out we're just having one more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you're all. Uh, we thought, but mm, no. <laughs> well, thanks for showing up. Yeah, planets. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you just hang out over there. <laughs> so, but anyway, there was still the search for Planet X that they called it because there had to be something else that was tugging on Neptune and Uranus that was causing them to have their weird or orbits. I think uh, one of them even kind of like the rotation on it, the, what's the word, the revolution, like, you know, when we spin around rather than go around the sun. Right. It's kind of sideways where it's, you know, more more of a vertical spin than a horizontal spin or other way around the vertical it's a horizontal axis that it's spinning around. There say. you go. Yeah. I can picture or, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, they, uh, you know, did some calculations. They figured, uh, there should be something right around here. And eventually they found Pluto. Um, it wasn't exactly in the spot where they expected it to be. And a lot of scientists kind of didn't really agree with the finding. Um, but the people that did went nuts. Um, Again, because of all the new planet naming and stuff like that, it, it got into um, popular, uh, what's it called, culture with the dog from Disney and, and all that kind of stuff. Everyone got excited about the new planet, and there's Pluto everywhere. So, the the dog was first, or the planet was first? Who was Pluto? The planet first? was first. Okay, yeah. and then then Walt yeah, trying to got on. trying to cash in. Yeah, he hopped on, hopped on the train. <laughs> Take the gravy train. <laughs> that guy, man. It, I mean, I, I know there's various bad things about him, but like the vision to buy this gigantic swampland in Florida because he knew that two highways were going to be built at some point that kind of crisscrossed there and you know went on to basically make Florida. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> cocaine filled in the rest. Yeah. <laughs> filled in all the coastlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crystal meth in the, you know, the inland. It's like that place. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Pluto was discovered. Um, and I don't know how long, maybe 70 years or something like that. Like it was, it was, it's been in pop culture for a long time now yeah and and that was it it was the uh, the ninth planet and then we got better technology um better telescopes uh, we are launching things up into the uh into the sky to go around um a lot of bigger telescopes like in, in hawaii they they have a bunch of telescopes now that are higher up on mountains so they're above a lot of the atmosphere so it can kind of like the you know, keck observatory is that one? Is of that the name of it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I've definitely heard somebody else say that. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. See, we yeah. just did some science right now. 
right. I, I, I tested it and you agreed. That's it. That's all I signed off on it. That's now it it's published. Yeah, no, I'm I'm bad with uh, names and dates. I'm I'm gonna you know and faces. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with this. But yeah, you know, just if, if anyone's keeping score, <laughs> is it like full face blindness? Are you like one of those? Guys? No, no, not oh, okay. Not full face blindness, but it does take me uh, a couple of meetings to remember a face. Like if I only met you once or twice, then probably not. But all right, yeah. that would have been really funny if you'd just been hiding it all, <laughs> yeah, the whole time. It's like, no, I you know, don't know what anyone's face looks like. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> I've been face blind and just going by smell this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> smell and hats. No, that's that's Charles's hat. <laughs> smell and hats. <laughs> it's definitely in the running for the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, let's see, Pluto. So, oh yeah, so yeah. better technology. Yeah. So like, like I was saying with the asteroids that you know we found one and then we found another and then it was like, wait a minute, there's a whole bunch here. Kind of a similar thing happened to Pluto that uh, someone found another big planet or you know big big rock looking thing that was actually it's actually more massive than Pluto. It's it's not as big, but it it does. You know, it's more dense, I guess, so that it, it's more massive. And then there's, you know, four or five other others that were found, and it turned out that Pluto is actually just one of many things in the Kuiper Belt. So that's kind of like like the asteroid belt goes around between uh, Mars and Jupiter. Outside the orbit of Neptune, there's another ring of icy rocks that are just out there, similar to the asteroid belt that is the Kuiper Belt. So. The one, the one near Mars. That's the Van Allen one. Is that it? Um, I think the Van Van Allen belts. I think those are more like uh, radiation or electromagnetic kind of stuff that are around Earth. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So does the one yeah, that... near Mars have a name? Just the asteroid belt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, it's funny because when. It, I learned like the various terms for stuff that uh, you know floats around in the sky. So any rock up there is a meteoroid. Okay. Anything that actually makes it into the atmosphere is a meteor. And then when it's a piece on the ground, it's called a meteorite. Okay. Nothing. Nothing is an asteroid unless it's from the asteroid belt. Every other rock is something else. So it's just that that belt is where uh. all of the asteroids live. Yeah. And and as far as meteors go, so when, once it's in the atmosphere, it doesn't get a suffix until it hits the ground. Yeah, it, it has it has the oid suffix when it's minding its business. It loses the suffix in the atmosphere, and then it gets a new suffix when it's on the ground. All right, yeah. very nice. I like it. I don't I don't know why, but I guess I have to be specific. <laughs> I guess meteors are very short-lived, though. It's just kind of shooting yeah. star. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's only in there for a couple seconds. Yeah. Ripping through there. Doesn't really get to enjoy it. Doesn't get to enjoy being a meteor. No. <laughs> Can't appreciate oh, it. Um, kind of a tangent, side note, but I watch uh, PBS Space Time. I just want to you know, <clears throat> shout out to them, check them out. But they, they had uh, an episode recently on, uh, like, 
there was an impact on Earth four billion years ago, supposedly, the uh, Theia impact. Mm. Or I might be saying the planet name wrong, but there was another Mars-sized thing that apparently hit Earth. But the cool thing about the one video that I just watched recently, they did a computer simulation of if you were standing on Earth looking up at the sky as the planet came in for impact. And holy shit, it is terrifying. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just, like, I couldn't imagine. Obviously, nothing was alive at that point. But even, like, with the dinosaurs, when when that thing hit and everything, like, just, just, there's nothing you can do. And this big rock is moving fucking fast. Like, the entire sky is coming at you. Yeah. Like, and even if, like, you're right on the edge of somewhere that doesn't even actually get impact, like. The blast of yeah, one you planet can, hitting another, like you're just fucking, you're done. The, yeah, that thing. I think that would just be all the rock is now molten. So, Holy like it was just shit. everything. Yeah, that that would be bad news for everything. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say I don't think anything was alive at that point. I think it was still too early on, and everything was still too hot. But yeah, everything is just on fire until it wasn't eventually. Right. That's <laughs> pretty much it's pretty much the universe. <laughs> yeah, until everything until it cools down and slows down. It's on fire and spinning around and then it's all right. Mellow out. <laughs> um ooh, uh, quick vocabulary word I thought of. So massive, just to make sure you're using it right. Massive doesn't necessarily mean larger, it just means more dense. Or like has it just means more yeah, has more stuff. Mass, has more right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Something can be large but have mass, but like a black hole is infinitely massive, but it's a tiny point or you know, a, a broken piece of space, kind of. But the hole poked through the other side, just a little. Yeah, maybe air getting sucked through. Yeah, um, one day maybe we'll know. That'd be the shit. Probably not. Probably. <laughs> Probably not because the information can't move out quick enough, but. Well, anyway, they're they're just gonna have to do like they did in the awesome Disney movie from 1982, which I don't remember what happened, but I remember it had that <laughs> cool little robot dude that made cool noises, which is all. Which it movie? For me. Uh, the Black Hole. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we send a robot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this robot looks cool. He's fine. He can. Yeah. <laughs> he can say jokes. Yeah. Um. So where are we at? Pluto, Mars, Pluto. Yeah. Oh, just, so yeah, that that's yeah. the uh, the Kuiper Belt. Kuiper Belt, right, right, right. Yeah. So and, and I mean, going out further than that, there's there's a whole bunch of other stuff that kind of like floats around way outside the orbits of the main planets and stuff like that. But it, it's very very dusty and very rocky and icy and stuff like that. So the, the, I think the the main reason why Pluto loses its designation as a planet and just becomes, you know, a, a member of the Kuiper belt or a, another object. And I think they call them uh, trans Neptunian objects. It's just like anything outside of the orbit of Neptune kind of get, gets lumped in with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like the reason being is because in the orbit of Pluto, there's still other stuff versus where the planets themselves, the moons go around the planets, but there's no other big things that orbit the sun in the same orbit 
as the planet, if that makes sense. So. What's what's the planet threshold? Like what? Yeah, that's it. Like it, the qualifications, kind of. Yeah. It it has to be. This is like one scientist company. I don't know what the right <laughs> word for it. I think it's the IAU. I forget what it stands for, but it, it, they. <laughs> You know, science. <laughs> science company. Science company discovering a brighter tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the beginning of the episode? I said we were smartish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ish part. <laughs> the International yeah. American Union of Science. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that works. Yeah. But they they say that they have like they're saying that that there's three things that uh, make a planet. One, it has to be large enough that it forms a sphere. Because after like you look at asteroids and stuff, they're they're not necessarily spherical shaped. But after there's enough stuff in one place, the gravity will cause it to go into a spherical shape that's in and that's because in general the universe is extremely lazy like you were just saying that everything is all hot and spinning and everything until it's not the universe would prefer that it's not it wants everything to just kind of chill out low energy states we don't want everything moving around like get <laughs> find your lowest energy state and relax that's what the universe wants <laughs> whatever, whatever you stop bouncing around get to your lowest state of energy and and stay there. Just sit. Find so your lane that's... and fucking stay in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if anything gets too big, if it was a weird shape, there would be more gravity on the stuff on the outside. Like if it was a cigar, the ends of the cigar would feel more gravity from the, uh, the, the center of mass. So that's why it would get pulled into a spherical shape eventually, just because that's the most low energy state it could be in with all that stuff you know there's equal pressure on all the sides holding it back kind of so so pluto is not even a sphere right it no it is it is spherical it is big enough so okay so it does it hits number one uh number two is it has to be it has to orbit the sun directly so you know even some of the the big moons don't count because they're orbiting mostly saturn and jupiter but again they're big enough to be spherical so that that kind of uh, some of the criteria is met. And then the third one is what we just talked about, that it has to be the dominant body in the orbit. So if there's anything else, like you know, those other Kuiper Belt objects in the orbit, it doesn't meet that, cla- that uh, classification. Wow. So Pluto hits two out of three. And that's right. why it's been... Anything that hits two out of three, they call a dwarf planet now. Okay. Yeah. So it's still so, kind I mean, of a it, planet. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's just, you know, it's a little guy, <laughs> but it got to the point where because everyone, or not everyone, because people were finding all of these big objects up in the Kuiper belt, it got to the point where it was like, all right, either we have eight planets and we cut Pluto out or we have 40 planets because there's so many other big things. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that that would have been fun. Yeah, <laughs> my very excellent mother just served us nine pizzas, and Sal's coming over tomorrow, and he's bringing. 
<laughs> and his uncle Mike has two sisters, and they're both French, and they yeah. have seven. Uh, a lot of a lot start with A and T, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they go on forever. <laughs> so for the for the sake of the children and their memorization, uh, I don't know. Other other science companies such as NASA and <laughs> Sears and JC Penny threw their threw in their two cents. <laughs> the Sears Roebuck Science Company. Making brand science and knockoff science. <laughs> <laughs> So when when uh when was that? When was the final note on that timeline that you were where they decided, all right, we can we can have Pluto, but Pluto's gonna bring all these other friends. Probably within the last decade or so, maybe two thousand ten ish, okay. somewhere like it wasn't it wasn't too long ago. It was definitely uh, pretty recently. Right, we, I remember hearing outrage about but yeah, sorry what you're saying. Oh no! I was gonna say I remember getting out of high school and there was still Pluto. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> but yeah. there, it's like <laughs> it's like um, Pluto just has a shitty entourage, and they're like, "All right, we can let Pluto in, but he's gonna bring those other thirty-nine jerk-offs with him." <laughs> yeah, and you right. remember what happened last time we let them in the solar system? <laughs> yeah, they, they never left. This. <laughs> If we don't invite Pluto, then we can keep out the riffraff. Yeah. We don't need another late heavy bombardment. Yeah. That's, a, that's going deep. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope nerds, I hope nerds listen to this, because that was definitely a, a nerd joke. <laughs> so fucking, that's my favorite so far. Nice. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Cool fucking beans. Yeah. Um, so. Let's see. Do I have any other Pluto-based questions that I can think of? No, not that I can. All right. Not that I can think of at the moment. Uh, well, I mean, uh, oh, we we talked about this the other day, but um, like, like, like we were just saying with the you know the three criteria, there's you have to be the dominant thing in your orbit. Pluto has a moon too, and. Uh, Charon, however you pronounce it, is maybe half the size of Pluto. Like, it's not that much smaller than Pluto. So, they actually, it's not like the moon orbits Pluto. Pluto and Charon kind of orbit each other. So, right there, it's not the dominant thing in, in its orbit just because it has such a, a large moon in comparison to what it is. It's like when it's like when a, a dog comes in, a small dog comes in with a stick that's far too large for him to be trying to chew on. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Can't get, you... <laughs> can't get through the door. Yeah. <laughs> Back legs are off the ground. <laughs> yeah. My dog's the king of that and then picks it up and tries to walk with it. And then, like, it'll get stuck in the ground and flip and break and it'll stab him and he'll cry. And then he just eats it anyway. Like, I... <laughs> Just eventually, wherever you. you, wherever it stops, fine. I'll just chew it there. Yeah. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. Nice. A dog like Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. See, you brought it all back. 
Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Back to Disney. Uh, yeah, there, so. there is the temptation to try to do the Sharon bark at the moon joke again, but I yeah. Know, I just... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone. Yeah, it would have been disingenuous. Hear it, but yeah, right. I'll just pull the clip, throw it in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, put it in a post. We're doing it all in post. What is that? That just means. Afterward. After, as yeah. in, okay, yeah. so it's just, yeah, it's in, literally the... In uh, post-production, so there's yeah pre-production, which is all the stuff you do before, then there's production, and then there's post-production. So, much like Meteor, production gets <laughs> a, a prefix before and after its production, but not during. Not during, yeah. yeah. So this is this is us, where the shooting stars right we, now. Oh, God damn it, that was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we we're gonna crash and burn though, <laughs> and post. <laughs> cool beans. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't think I have anything else terribly. Uh, terribly. To, I don't think I have anything terrible. There you go. No, that's good. Um, have you been to a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've actually been, so I've been listening to just various things when I fall asleep now. I have a eye mask that has uh, a Bluetooth ear headphones in it. Mm -hmm. So I've been uh, like doing like some sleep meditation y stuff. But then I found on YouTube is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's him reading it. It's three hours and 40 minutes long or something like that and honestly if i'm tired and there's no light like his voice can just knock me right the fuck out yeah <laughs> it's yeah, very he's, relaxing and he's really really good at science to english though like as far as uh helping understand what the hell the complex because when it comes to the math like that's it's so far above my head. Once they start talking about Lagrangians and like, what the fuck is a Lagrangian? I don't. Yeah. So that that's way outside my uh, my grasp. But listening to him, the way he can kind of turn smart stuff into dumb stuff that I can grasp, it, it's like he's he's really good at that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Michio Kaku is good at that as well. Yes. But he 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 dumbs it down so much. Like yeah, everything everything is a cartoon, like a Disney reference. He's like the happiest person. Like he just loves talking about science. Like it's just always a pleasure to be. I, I saw him once. He was it was him, I think Roger Penrose and Sabine. She's German. I'm gonna screw up like Hassefelder. Huss, I'm gonna screw up her last name. But her and and Roger Penrose are very no nonsense like if if you say something that doesn't make sense they'll they'll just say that that doesn't make any sense like there's there's no i guess nicety to it they just you know no i disagree with that that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard but him on the other like he was coming with he, he has some wild uh multiverse theories that they were disagreeing with mm. and like they were kind of laying into him and he was unflappable. He could not, he kept the smile going, the enthusiasm, and he just kept talking about, you know, and yeah, like you said, he does break it down to the point where you're kind of a child listening, but <laughs> yeah, I've never seen, he, he just fucking loves it. So did you actually, 
attend this or you you watched a video of this? No, oh. it was on YouTube. All right, I don't leave the house. <laughs> 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 Everything I do is phone or uh, you know YouTube TV or whatever. Um, yeah. what's that? Uh, what's what's Roger Penrose's deal? Um, he is crazy smart. <laughs> He's the president no, he, president of science. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they elected him again in the fifth term. I know he's he's a knight technically. He's Sir Roger Penrose. Ooh. So he's, him and him and Paul McCartney have that in common. <laughs> like um, I, you you can't have a name like Roger Penrose and not be British, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that, that's that, ultimate that makes British, way more yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, and I, I and he, he, he sounds ten percent smarter just right off the bat. I would. <laughs> and he came up with. Um, the Penrose diagrams, which are like how time and space or, or the way light moves through time and space and how it changes when it enters into a black hole. So it's kind of like uh, these diagrams that show various speeds and what happens to light or anything moving faster than light or slower than light. As, so that it's it's kind of like uh, these. it's like an X with these wacky wavy lines in between and light moves at a 45 degree angle and it i'm not doing it justice describing it but uh, <laughs> visually like if you look at it, it it makes sense yeah and he also came up i think with the impossible triangle you ever see that no what's that one do it, it's like a drawing of a triangle that has one side in three dimensions and if you follow it around it it's you know you'll start back where you ended up so it like it has three sides if you're looking at it, but it's really just one side connected, like an optical illusion. Oh man! And oh, so it's like yeah. the stairs where if you stand at like the halfway point, it looks like one's going the other way, and yeah, like no matter what you do, you're going up, even though it's connected, and you get back to the same spot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. And but he did that to describe like the three universes, or what he considers to be the three levels of consciousness i guess like as far as they kind of blend into each other but they're separate from each other i forget what they are one is like the mental world one is the physical world and one is the mathematical world or something like that that the, the way they tie into each other but are also separate so like yeah he's he's a big big physics guy that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he does oh uh, roger penrose yeah real big real big yeah. physics guy he's uh, He's EVP of one of the biggest science companies. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding title of COO and CEO simultaneously while they were in a period yeah. of transition. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big merger. <laughs> Wait, you guys do science? <laughs> we were doing it over here. We also do science. <laughs> Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're at the forty-seven minute mark now. Just about. That's pretty good. Pretty solid. It's pretty solid for a first whack. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone should definitely hear this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. But uh, yeah, they—they're uh, again. I'll—I'll I'll just keep. Uh, 
Much like credit card debt, I'll just keep uh, saying, no, give me this too, give me this too. Yeah, we'll have these many episodes out by that point, and then I'll just owe myself a huge debt of shit that we have to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just let them pile up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, just have fun doing it, though. Yeah. That's the important part, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not whether you win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know if you can hear it. I mean, I'm sure you can hear it, but... There's no way that you can hear your kids screaming in the background. Ah, God damn it. hysterical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could not hear it and was hoping that this, this mic is actually pretty good at not picking up background noise, but I guess they were, uh, you know, over the top. <laughs> they are children. <laughs> yeah. They... <laughs> I've heard they know how to loud. Shit. Is, is there any way to like cut them out and post? <laughs> No, not, you, you not just oh, dang. not not just their voices out of my life. <laughs> From what I hear, it's a lot easier to do up front. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Hey, <laughs> yeah. And on that note, yeah. under the guise, yeah. we... <laughs> under the guise of science, with the guise of science. Don't forget to check us out on all the socials. Which are here in my phone. Uh, guys, spelled G U I S E, on Instagram under the guise of science, Facebook under the guise of science, Twitter at science guys. Awesome. Thanks a lot. This is fun. Let's do Thank it again. Thank you, Far Barf, again. Yes. Yeah. Thank you tonight and every night for the rest of my life. Just for writing me back. Sometimes that's all it takes. You know, yeah, just email just, the guy hey. back. Hey. Right. I, I check my emails. You're a person. Look at that. Yeah. It was quick, too. It was like within 10 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was expecting never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I got a response email that quick. But, uh, yeah, cool shit. Uh, nice. All right. We'll, just, uh, we'll do this again next time. I'll be here. Nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs>